0: Hey guys, welcome to the second ever Red Pages podcast, episode. After we finished last week's episode, Tarn stuck around to talk to us for another couple hours about things like video games and Dwarf Fortress and George Lucas's movie and why Indiana Jones is cool and why the Star Wars prequels weren't so cool and, you know, basically whatever we wanted. Uh, Chrono Trigger, you know, video games. So that's what you're going to be listening to this week. It's a little less structured than normal, but we hope you enjoy it and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. You should put on some Jimi Hendrix in honor of the new Wolfenstein game.
1: <laughs> I don't know uh, if you've heard Wolf about Man.
0: that. Um, but apparently in the new Wolfenstein game, there is a se- segment where you drop acid with Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Next week on Red Page's podcast, <laughs> dropping acid with Jimi Hendrix.
0: Yeah. Because apparently in the, alternate, uh, in the alternate future where the Nazis won World War II, he's just a member of the resistance. <laughs> Um, well, that's... yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been listening to some uh, some podcasts and people have been talking about some funny stuff that the main character in that game says. Like uh, he'll there's a sequence where he goes under a bed to hide to kill a Nazi, and then the Nazi gets in the bed and he stabs directly up through the bed
1: and says, "Wake up, you're dead." <laughs> <laughs> How do, you, uh, how do you get a good thrust on that? Because you don't have a lot of space. If it's going to make it through the mattress, it has to be on an angle or maybe something. Maybe
2: Nazis don't sleep on mattresses or something. Yeah, maybe
0: they only sleep on
1: beds of nails. My, uh, my favorite Wolfenstein memory is in, I think that was Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Uh, there are record players that will skip if you are within <laughs> 10 feet or 15 feet. And uh, if there is a soldier nearby, he will say, huh, what's that? Uh, and it's a record skipping. If he can't immediately find you, he goes back to what he was doing. So, uh, so, so, if you're just standing on the other side of a wall from a record player, you'll have a soldier saying, "Huh, huh, 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 huh." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, yeah. I remember
2: that was an interesting thing about the last one um, before this one that came out was um, in certain certain places, uh, like the research facilities, obviously there'd be uh, Nazi scientists that didn't have weapons and just sort of cowered. And it was like the game was saying, like, is it your moral obligation just to shoot these people? Mm. And uh, you kind of felt like it was. <laughs> and you were probably encouraged just to go through your different weapons and try one out or whatever. And, um, yeah, it always felt good. Hmm.
1: Have yeah, well, seen, it's... Have you seen uh, The Wind Rises, the new Ghibli movie?
2: Uh, the one with the zeros. I haven't seen it.
1: Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's the one.
1: I got into an argument with Justin about the uh, morality of that movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't entered into that
1: one. <laughs> mm. It's very good. It's it's very moving, but
0: yeah, I felt like it was uh, glorifying a dude who built machines to kill a bunch of people. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know if is the right word. <laughs>
0: yeah that's what you said. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's, he's... Like,
0: yeah at least you 're consistent, <laughs> but I mean come on it's it's uh like the, those those German scientists might not be bad people, right? Just think about like uh, our own scientists here in America after World War II who are uh, able to put people on the moon using uh you know good old american know-how you know American scientists like uh, Dr. Werner von Braun. <laughs>
2: Knights of Legend, Kingdom of Loathing,
1: Kings of Leon,
0: Kids Online from AOL, (laughs) Keebler Oreo Licorice.
2: Yeah, so that's hardcore, everything's going really well.
0: Cool, so you do your own podcast, you said? Uh, Yeah,
2: well we have like 21 episodes of Dwarf Fortress Talk, it hasn't been recorded for like three years, because we have... uh, Ah. a couple hosts, it's hard to get them together when they have like lives and stuff and, and <laughs> they don't get any money or whatever so it's just a volunteer um team. And it was hard it was hard I think this release cycle really um has killed it until we get the release up because uh it's hard to keep talking about a release <laughs> where you've already said right. everything that's in it, or whatever, and there's just nothing to talk about, unless you actually sit down and spend time thinking about an entertaining show, which is kind of where we draw the line.
0: <laughs> right. Well, that 21 episodes is still more episodes than we have right now. So. <laughs>
2: well, you're like two episodes away, so, and you're you're going like, at a good clip too.
0: Yeah, we try to do one every week, but I think we're averaging three a month. Ow.
1: Yeah, I would. Uh, I would very comfortably listen to an entire episode about uh, distilling different types of fruit.
2: That's going to be great. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's it's unfortunate right now. There's just like one drink per fruit or whatever. But when when really we should be like delving into mixology or whatever to make this a a proper dwarf fortress feature. But uh, yeah, because it's like do you do banana beer, banana wine, banana whiskey, banana daiquiri. Yeah, there's too <laughs> many. There's too many things, uh, and. Um, yeah, people, so people aren't going to be satisfied, but it's more stuff. Um, it's like the minerals now. <laughs> there's far too many fruits and things. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty international list as well. I just kind of Wikipedia'd it. Um, and. Woos. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh. It's unfortunate when there's things like the Brazil nut that don't have other names. So we have the para- Paradise nut, which is related, but, um, because we don't like real world names in, um, in the game mm. that are place names. Right. But you know, those are those are those are so weird. I mean, I didn't know I learned so many things about plants. I didn't know uh, about cashews, for example. It's like a giant apple. But then the little cashew nut is just this little thing that dangles from the bottom. And so there's like this yeah. whole giant fruit. I didn't know about coffee cherries, really. I didn't know about geocarpy with the peanuts burying themselves underground after they grow above. And then they bury themselves and i didn't know that the paradise nut has like this pot and the monkey puts its hand inside and they <laughs> they get trapped in the, the par- yeah it's so weird there's so many plants are strange plants have been around <laughs> yeah, a long not- time and have been allowed to do too many strange things <laughs>
0: I learned uh, that if you have poison ivy or poison oak, you should not eat cashews because they are related, and the oil in the cashew is the will active. Even if your poison ivy has gone away, if it was recently, the poison ivy will be reactivated by the oil in the from the cashew. Oh, wow. that's why you can't buy cashews in the shell because the shells are just poison.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and
0: uh, mango, mangoes too. Same thing. Pineapple,
1: pineapple, and uh, pufferfish. I think really um, the
0: pineapples are interesting
2: because they're made up of a bunch of little fruits and that's one pineapple because it's like a giant bunch of there. flowers mm-hmm. tr- it's called a multi-fruit I guess which is not a really inventive name but it describes <laughs> what it is uh, <laughs>
0: times three fruit combo multi-fruit
1: <laughs> yeah
0: oh man you know what I should have used for my e3 news totally forgot Uh, Should have used a Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 Arcade Remix Hyper Edition EX Plus Alpha.
1: That's a mouthful. (laughs) Coming to Xbox One.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think Capcom has uh, caught on to their naming scheme's somewhat ridiculous nature. (laughs) I have no idea if it's going to be any good, but, you know, it's good for the name.
2: So do either of you have a PlayStation 4?
1: No. I do not.
0: That is... I tend to have a rule where I need to have like 7 to 10 games on a console that I would like to play before I can justify a purchase of one. I'm not sure they're ever going to make that many. (laughs) Yeah. It's like (laughs) like the whole
2: generation is dead on arrival. It's been really weird. Mm. Uh,
0: Well, that's why I own a Wii U, because I know that there will be 7 to 10 games that Nintendo (laughs) alone puts out that (laughs) I will want to play. Mario? Yep, Yep. Super Smash Brothers.
2: Yeah, I heard yeah, the new Zelda game might be interesting. Um, I mean, from my perspective, like an open world thing or something.
0: Mm. I yeah, I
2: can't stand I, the the I, the middle ones just because I couldn't go through the tutorials when they're like two hours long or whatever.
1: <sighs> oh, oh, yep, I finally got through the tutorial.
2: Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't. And have then fun. you realize that
1: there's no game afterwards. So <laughs> oh. I'm I'm killing some sculptures. there's <laughs> some stuff to do.
0: Yeah, I'm worried about the new Zelda's open world because he, in the same breath, said, it's a puzzle about where you decide how to go yeah. first. And, yeah, and I was I like, oh, that. but, <laughs> yeah. Like it, uh, it was, like, in the same breath. And I was like, oh, but Zelda isn't about puzzles.
2: Some of those things. Well, I mean, it was kind of like item puzzles in the early ones. You'd get the whistle yeah, that you had, have have the you had to blow, and you had the raft and do that kind of thing. So they just going to meter where you should go by which item you should have as usual. I guess they could make it more interesting.
1: It, Zelda, the it makes top me... down Metroidvania.
0: <laughs> so like the guy who the guy who is the producer on the Zelda games says that he cannot play Zelda 1. <laughs> like he just, that he he prefers like point and click adventure games on the PC. <laughs> and that's sort of why Zelda has become much more heavily focused on like lock and key puzzles than Sort of arcade action, like in the original ones. I could still mm.
2: go back and play that. I did that recently. Went back and played Zelda One. Uh, yeah, and it worked. Zelda Two was hard to get back into just because uh, I'm not very good at because it. Because it. it's and you terrible. Have, <laughs> yeah, you have to. No, be, it's
1: not <laughs> terrible. <you have laughs>
2: it's to be, just different. You have to be good at that fighting, though, at the 2D fighting. And once I got to the castles, things just started kicking my ass. It was hard. Yeah,
0: Zelda Two. Mm. I really hated until I got about. Two or three dungeons in, and I had enough of an arsenal to actually like play properly. And then the rest of the game was fantastic. Yeah. But it was a it was a real hard sell in the beginning. I remember
2: liking it as a kid just because we we liked that kind of um, that kind of game just just doing like sword fighting, two D sword fighting, or whatever, or side scrolling sword fighting.
0: Right. I think it sold way better than Zelda One as well.
1: Well, probably on the strength of Zelda One.
0: I don't know. I think it was. Maybe because it was a better game, <laughs> according to a lot of people.
1: Tarn, have you played Definitely. Link Between Worlds?
0: Uh, well, the last game he played before Dark Souls was two or three years ago. I would say. Oh, oh, is that a new
2: one? Yeah, no, I haven't played any that's of the new the, ones.
0: That's the newest one. Yeah, they they decided to basically remake Link to the Past, but as a <laughs> new game. I played Link to the Past. Link <laughs> <laughs> to the Past was good. Yeah. Yep. That's one. I don't uh, remember if I... The...
2: Made it all the way through, and we got a little hard at the end. Uh, Puzzle-wise, I didn't remember if I had to use an item in a place or something and forgot where I should Mm -hmm. go or something.
1: Yeah, They uh, sort of came at it from a new approach in Link Between Worlds where uh, every dungeon is self-contained, and no dungeon requires you to have already completed another dungeon and gotten its tool. Mm -hmm. So, you have your, your eight dungeons, and you can do them in any order. I guess, no, I guess it's like it's like four dungeons and four dungeons
0: or something? No, it's three and
1: five. Three and five, okay. <laughs> and uh so those five you can you can approach in any order.
2: Which cool, is so interesting. like Mega Man or something. You kinda...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that, yeah, there's like a shop and the guy just sells every item in the game from the start. And you can buy them or rent them, but if you die, you lose all your rentals.
2: Yeah. Oh so it's like and... a desktop dungeons or something.
0: Yeah, they, it's clear they they were trying to go for something different. I enjoyed it. I think I thought it worked out.
2: Yeah, but is that is that a Wii game or what is that?
0: No, it was on 3DS.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have any of the handhelds.
0: Um,
2: I don't know. Yeah, if I got one, I don't know which one I'd get. But I guess there's fewer choices. So
0: the problem is that there are so many genres that have migrated to handhelds and just that's where they live now.
1: Mm.
0: Like uh, Castlevania games the the non data of War ones like the the traditional castlevania games are all only on handheld now um, j r p g is almost entirely on handheld now it's a It's a sad state we live in <laughs>
2: yeah uh, no, it's it's uh yeah i don't know anything about the handheld market. I know a little bit about mobile'cause my my friend out here is a mobile mobile developer um yeah I, don't know. Mobile is a- yeah, I don't know if you've heard of, like, Rocket Cat games, that do, like Punch Quest and stuff like that. Uh,
0: Mobile's a brutal market yeah, to be in.
2: he's trying to get off. <laughs> he's going to try and get to PC. Yeah. Already did a Kickstarter um, and got through, so he just needs to finish his game. <laughs>
1: um, Dwarf Fortress is a we- game that I will play in cycles.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, I release it in cycles, too. So it'll be good to uh, play it maybe three weeks after the release. Uh, Unless you want your fortress to just have horrible bugs and crash and stuff, then you can enjoy the initial release. And this is the longest release cycle we've ever had. It's going to be terrible. (laughs) I mean, last time, I remember I released it after one of these big cycles, and uh, because of something I had just fixed that screwed up another thing, there was a bug where if all of if, when your dwarves fell asleep they never woke up and so your fortress your fortress would just slowly pass into the kingdom of night it'd be it's like that role playing game you were talking about they just they all lose the game and then uh, it's over with there's another one i remember where uh rain i think it was the release where i added rain becoming a contaminant that lands on your body parts so you'd get water covering on all of your body parts and so your dwarves, when they're outside, got rained upon. But I forgot to initialize the temperature. So when it added the contaminant to the body, everyone just set on fire. <laughs> so rain just lit everyone up. But I think rain has a douse routine, too. So they turn into, like, these smoking or steaming, like, like like uh, burned people. But, uh, yeah, so it'll be something like that. I mean, you can never tell what it's going to be. From my perspective, it plays fine. <laughs> but I'm just one person. <laughs> There's always some yeah. stuff I forget to check.
0: Yeah. I feel like uh, Spelunky is by is Spelunky is to me as as dwarf dwarf fortress is to Gord. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's probably a good uh Yeah comparison. Yeah, and uh, he also hates Spelunky, so <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I have fun with Spelunky. I I got I I, I I I I haven't played the new um the new one. Uh,
0: the new one is uh head and shoulders above the old one. Yeah. yeah. In so many ways. Like I did not enjoy the old one. I think the new one, like I play it almost every day, just like for the mm. daily generated right dungeon.
2: Yeah, I remember my, my my friend here that I mentioned, uh yeah, he's he was really into that and would just get into like speed running it and trying to do like twenty win streaks in a row or whatever that kind of sure. thing. He's, I have, he's really good at that That kind of nah,
0: game. I think I'm coming up on a 1,000 deaths, one win.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird watching someone who's good at video games because uh, he just he just has this kind of preternatural sense about when to jump and when to throw and when to shoot a shopkeeper with a shotgun or all that kind of thing. It just doesn't die. It's really weird. Yeah,
0: it's really interesting. Splunky is a really interesting game to me because like, you die a whole bunch... But like you, every time that you die, you get a little better at it, and you can see noticeable progress, even if you're never going to beat the game.
2: Yeah, and it's it's one of those and, things where it's pretty much always your fault too. It's like they say about right or like whatever. Dark
1: Souls. Yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, well, no, Dark Souls is not always your fault. I mean, a chest, <sighs> Most a chest time. is sometimes a mimic, and it's not your you just had to do it right, and then you right. get your head chopped off and you die, and you can't hit every chest or else the items turn into rubbish. So. Right. You know, sometimes you just have to die. But, uh, but yeah, NetHack, I guess I guess, I guess just the, just the guy who's the best at NetHack has like a 70% win rate or something.
1: Wow.
2: Uh, it's out of yeah,
1: I, uh, I died mounting my horse on turn zero.
2: Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I, uh, my, my top score in NetHack uh, was choked to death on a food ration on like level 25.
0: So I've never played NetHack, actually. <sighs>
1: I feel like I should. I should, uh, I should probably sit you down. To play Dwarf Fortress and NetHack.
0: I feel like I would enjoy NetHack a lot more than I enjoyed Dwarf Fortress but I also don't like roguelikes. So I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. Yeah. I
2: should well, probably go back uh, to play. There's a different roguelike for everybody, I guess. I mean there's uh, I like
0: I like a lot of the things that roguelikes do. Like I like the random generation. Yeah. I like the
2: I mean playing a Aang band or something is practically like Diablo or something like that. Because you always just yeah. go down, fight some things, go back to town. Yeah, yeah.
0: like I really liked the Binding of Isaac. Yeah, um, I feel like, yeah. But I feel is it like a roguelike? Is like... the new?
1: But is it art? <laughs>
0: Have you seen that reminds? Have you seen the uh, the Tumblr uh, the Citizen cane of video games. Tumblr. dot com?
2: I haven't seen it. I mean, of course, you hear that it's, phrase all the time, but
0: yeah, it's it, it is. I think it hasn't been updated since maybe April, but it was just a site that for a long time was tracking anytime somebody in the gaming. News or press used <laughs> the term "the Citizen Kane of video games." Yeah,
2: now, wouldn't wouldn't like one of those technical games like Crisis or something be the the Citizen Kane of of video games? Because that's I mean that's one of the things about Citizen Kane, right? Is it is it pioneered new camera techniques and stuff like that? Yeah. So that's what it should be. It's just like Crisis. Yeah, or but whatever. people
0: use it, it to mean the best, yeah, video, the best game? video
2: game. I mean,
0: somebody <laughs> somebody very meekly pointed out that like Citizen Kane is is a really good technical movie, but, like, not that great yeah. of a movie. In yeah, terms I mean,
2: just, that was my point. It's basically yeah, it's anything
0: just, else. It's just not. It, and it, it, maybe it, we yeah. shouldn't be striving for that, but <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, really. I, I'm, I'm not a big big uh, story guy or whatever in the first place. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really see mm. the uh, the whole point in the first place. But just I mean I've always been weird about games.
0: <laughs> See, I really like and story it, is like my favorite thing. Was it Ed or Chris
1: we had on who uh has has the opposite perspective? Uh
0: from what? Who only wants to play what what, what
1: perspective? Uh hmm. He would rather play a game with a predetermined story than that me. was that was Ed. That was Ed, okay.
0: Yeah. Ed Del Castillo. We should get
1: uh Ed and Tarn on for a uh, developer face off. Oh man. <laughs> <You play laughs> Yeah, How would games, you like
2: to all f- play mine? There's a big space and then the argument's open.
0: <laughs> yeah, how would you like to get into a get into a fight with the guy with the commanding Conquer guy?
2: <laughs> yeah, be like, well I played Dune too mm. and then I thought Command and Conquer wasn't as fun. That's my whole yeah. uh my whole Bring me, me the
0: floating fat man. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah,
2: I've seen, I've seen a couple of versions of the, the wonderful movie you guys were talking about. Now, the one you saw when you said it was, it was horrible, did you see the one with the cartoons in the beginning that actually had cartoon illustrations?
0: No. That was the
2: one that was yeah. so bad that, that the uh, writer or the guy did, no, I think it was the director did one of those. Uh, what's the name you put when you disavowed? Alan Smith. Yeah, yeah, he disavowed the project.
0: Yeah, uh, there are a couple. Yeah, that was I think maybe David Lynch did that same thing. Yeah, I don't that know was that, like
2: the four hour one. Then there's the six hour one, and then there's like a oh, the two okay. hour one. And yeah, the, no,
0: I was watching the two hour. Yeah, one. the two
2: hour one is just the one that doesn't make any sense. It's just weird. The four hour one right. is terrible because it has those cartoons and it's just garbage. And the six hour one makes more sense, but it's six hours long, and you're just <laughs> like, what the hell am I doing?
0: <laughs> I feel, I I believe that there is a good Dune movie out there to be made.
2: Yeah, I mean, you guys just said watch the miniseries and you can just do that, I guess. I I only saw a few of the episodes. I didn't have time to kind of sit down and watch the whole thing.
0: It it does exist, though. I, I have it in my head.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: there are a lot of things, but it's like, I don't know, going back to Assassin's Creed, I, wa- I watched the trailer for the new one, which is just... Oh man, look at all these cool shots of the French Revolution and like Robespierre. And I know this is just gonna be a, a generic game about stabbing people, but I have in my head a really cool French Revolution video game, and I want it to be that. Well, let's yeah. make it.
2: Well, I want them to make the the proper kind of Ray Harryhausen video game because they've got Shadow of the Colossus, which is good for you know what it was, and then they have things like. Dragon's Dogma where you can jump on the enemies and stuff, but altogether it's a pretty bad video game. And then it's like why can't you just like sail around to like procedurally generated islands and fight giant spore creatures that are randomly made or something? And you don't mm-hmm. like know what the hell it's gonna be, but you kind of have your little provi- it's like one of those expedition games, like the old sort of seven cities of gold type thing or something where you're 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 or Starflight but you go star between control different 2. like greek islands or something and you're you're playing odysseus or something and star control 2 yeah yeah Starflight, well, yeah star, Flight, star control that. 2 are or similar which one minecraft Yeah.
1: Can you, jump, can you jump on the
2: giant monsters and crawl on them and fight skeletons i mean you're fighting whatever the hell you're fighting in minecraft but it's not a no
0: no no no, no, no.
1: i think there are giant <laughs> skeletons at this point yeah there's yeah. a there's a dragon that you can you might be able to jump on the dragon.
0: Oh, oh man! Speaking of the dragon, um, my, many a couple of years ago, uh, Gord Otori had a Minecraft server, <laughs> and uh, we got really excited when we figured out admin controls and mods. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, as one of the server admins, because I was basically just running it off of my computer as the server at that point, uh, I had a lot of fun with the unimplemented giant mob. <laughs>
1: Oh. which is just
0: a zombie that's a thousand stories tall. Yes. <laughs> and I'd, I'd be talking to somebody and you'd just go, what's that behind you? <laughs> and uh, then I realized, oh, we can spawn a dragon out here in the normal world, not in the special boss zone where you fight him. And uh, that was a huge problem. Because <laughs> he's not meant to exist out there. And when he died, he immediately... Uh, so in... When when you kill him in in Minecraft, normally he creates this egg on a plinth, um, and he did the same thing when he died in the normal world. But he just drilled straight. He he basically deleted all blocks in a like a, a twelve by twelve square to place this plinth. Drilled straight down to the center of the earth, <laughs> and then at the bottom was a plinth. And we had to work real hard to fill that entire gap back in so nobody fell to their death.
1: Oh, just cover up the top. It'll be fine.
0: That's, I think that's all. Well, first we had to go <laughs> down there and, uh, get the egg that he had put down there.
1: What does the egg do?
0: I think at the time it did nothing but, you know, free egg. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dragon egg, man. We had a, we had a hall of trophies and, uh, Occasionally stuff would go missing from it, and that was a huge hassle, because who took the dragon egg?
1: <laughs> mm. I want to see Dwarf Fortress mode in Minecraft. I want to see like a, a captain mode, where one person is the uh, omniscient third person, <laughs> and uh, can designate out a bunch of stuff, and whatever players have, uh, say you designate a bunch of a mining s- squares to be dug. Whoever has the mining job enabled will uh, will see like a, a a glowing translucent rectangle.
0: World of Warcraft is adding something kind of like that in the new expansion. Yeah. Yep. It's just like you build up a base and you have a whole bunch of followers and you tell them what to do, sort of like a real-time strategy game.
1: Hmm. Are, I guess are they are kind of followers, real human beings, real beings who can, can, can defy your orders. Uh, <laughs> no.
2: Yeah. I don't. That was think always so. my issue with these kind of. Um, the MMO is about building structures yeah. like that. It's like, uh, you have to have the peon level. <laughs> it's kind of a problem in, like, the, my brother plays a World War II online, um, yeah. and, uh, there's, like, this command structure giving you <laughs> orders or whatever, like, where to go and stuff like that. And,
0: uh, that's like Eve, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, Eve is, and that's, uh, my, he tried to get into Eve too, but he didn't want to join one of the big corporations or whatever, and you have to do that to see the whole game. And to really have fun with it, if you're, or else you're just going to be mining and trying to do trades and stuff, and it just gets boring. Um yeah. And um yeah, that's why I'm basically trying to write a single-player MMO thing or whatever the heck I'm doing. Yeah. Um,
1: well, sounds like KOL. you may, you may, yeah, so you may have. <laughs> so,
0: well, I think that their plan is uh just to use NPCs as the peons. But on the upside, they did implement a hat called the dance hat, and you put it on, and you're in all of the f- people that are in your base, all du- like two dozen of them, get in a conga line behind you and dance as you walk around.
1: <laughs> so,
0: there is that. There is always
1: the dance hat. Sounds like a Valve thing.
0: Yeah. Valve seems to live and die on the sale of hats, so...
2: No, what's their big thing now? Dota, Dota two, or
0: Dota something? Yeah, other do, Dota, the, Dota, Dota hats. I uh, I don't know if they're hats, but they definitely sell like cosmetic
1: stuff. You can definitely As trade does, between yeah, uh, yeah. Dota two and Team Fortress two. Can you? <laughs> well, Steam, I'm uh, so Steam market trade.
0: Disinterested in the genre of game that Dota falls into. Yeah, do they have a name for that? It's like lines wow. of
2: people f- MOBA, that's right. Yeah, I could MOBA
0: or Loma or Lord's Management Game or if I, they need to decide on a name.
2: I mean if I, I were into multiplayer games, which I you know I'm really not, but that seems like the most caustic uh in terms of people like just yelling at each other.
0: Mm. I, mean, I, I really to- like Blizzard's new one. Like that's the only one that I'm interested in playing.
1: Same here, If everybody get beta access. <laughs> Man, yeah. uh, so a friend of mine here got beta access, so we know it's possible for me to uh, to, to, to get, get it. it despite my uh, geographic. It's not even location. in beta,
0: so I'm surprised he got beta access. All right,
1: alpha. Yeah. Alpha. Yeah. The, so I, mean, I guess that I guess yeah, that yeah. rules out multiplayer Dwarf Fortress.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the people have had some funny ideas, like like saving a caravan that you send off the map has a file that you can send to your friend, and they can just load it, <laughs> but no. the, well, what about... but, the, but it could also be an army,
0: <laughs> they can load <laughs> it. I was going to say, what about, um, do you know how multiplayer worked in the new SimCity at all? Uh, No,
2: but the, that that thing was so repulsive overall, I didn't really look into it too deeply.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a huge disappointment yeah. uh, to Although everybody. God, God but, just uh...
2: released SimCity 4, Yeah. which was awesome.
0: But um, the way that the multiplayer in that worked, I believe, having not actually played it, was that you made your your city and it was, you know, your city and it was a single-player thing. But if you had friends that were playing the game, it would set them up as adjacent regions. And you could, uh, like if one of you had a surplus of Yeah, like specialization and
2: it. exports and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's something yeah, so like it was, that. Yeah, so
0: if you want to like you could potentially do something like that with Dwarf fortress where every world is in there or i guess every continent is their own contained thing but yeah it, you, you could opt into a a world that is adjacent to other players and stuff can move between them
2: yeah it just needs to kind of assume that their mods are the same hopefully and that's their problem
0: <laughs> yeah or you could just make it so that if you have mods you know no guarantee of functionality <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
2: that's what i mean yeah it's 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 uh, yeah and, and that's the, that's kind of this um sort of asynchronous multiplayer stuff um, but but having like servers
0: i just don't know how to do it oh um, man speaking of speaking of minecraft and servers do you hear about the huge uh, minecraft server controversy no. <laughs> oh is there is there oh man is yeah so minecraft well more if you know nothing is all of it <laughs> <laughs> i heard that they, it, this
1: was a thing that they were going to do
0: so yeah they changed their eula oh. um uh, because the way so minecraft's eula has always said that you can't make money off of Minecraft, like selling content for Minecraft. Like if you want to charge someone for use of a server, then you can do that because you're just buying server space, but you can't sell mods or anything. And people were like selling servers where you can't ride a horse unless you pay extra money or you can't like just like locking off features of the game. And these people are like, we're going to bring down Minecraft if you prevent us from making our money this way. Because oh. we are so integral. Like, our server services are so integral to the multiplayer aspect of this game because we provide so much hosting for so many different servers that, like, we can end you. But
1: Minecraft is doing that, aren't they? Mojang is no. providing servers?
0: No. Oh. No. Servers are almost always third-party. I think they are
1: all third-party servers.
0: Or, like, running off of somebody's computer if it's, it's small enough. I
1: swear there was news that they were... uh out first if there was, I don't know subscription. There
0: was, I know nothing about it. Maybe they are. Anyways,
1: uh, please continue. Well,
0: that's that's all I know about it, right? Is that just like there's this huge controversy? And Nach wrote a blog post today or last night about how sad he is about this entire thing. And like, guys, seriously, like this is this is not your product. This is my intellectual property. And. <laughs> I am the one who is allowed to make money off of my intellectual property.
1: Mojang has launched April twenty fourth, twenty fourteen. It's Minecraft Realms subscription for service in North America. Uh, okay, offering well there you go for multiplayer Minecraft Worlds.
0: Okay, well, you clearly are way care way more about following <laughs> Minecraft news than I do. I only heard about this because there was a thread on it.
2: Now uh, do they do that in response to this kind of thing that was cropping well, up was over a, time?
0: If it was in April, I can't imagine, because this is like a yesterday thing.
2: Huh. But like the I mean just like the charging for horses and stuff, has that been an ongoing problem?
0: I have no idea. That's... I stopped playing Minecraft a long time ago after I realized that I had done everything after <laughs> we built uh after we collectively built Voltron out of <laughs> out of out of meticulously farmed colored wool. Uh there was really nothing else. <laughs> mm.
2: So it was so, kind of plush plush Voltron?
0: Yeah. It was uh Gord, it was a bloody stupid Johnson's uh, baby, if you know him. I don't He was a radio DJ, I think. Oh, cool. I don't know if he still is. But yeah, he he spent many hours farming every color of wool to build the world's largest stuff. Actually, I don't <laughs> think it was Voltron. I think it was a Megazord. But you know, they're all the same.
1: Sure. As far as multiplayer Dwarf Fortress goes, the feature that I would like to see the most <laughs> is uh, multiple Views and cursors. There's a there was a, a an external tool that someone had written uh, that let you uh, run Dwarf Fortress as a web server, and people could uh, point their browsers to it and
2: uh, scroll around or something.
1: Everyone be playing the same the same game, and uh, but they'll the input into one game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, wait. That's what Here, here's up. what you do. Twitch plays Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That would be... I
2: just watched a Twitch channel with a guy starting out his fortress, and uh, um, unfortunately it was like four of us in the room, and so we got the great idea to start giving him bad advice or whatever. <laughs> like, you must dig your well now, dig your well now, uh, because, or dig your trench. He was building a moat. and Because uh, we had noticed that this moat he had started was going to flood his entire fortress if he finished it. <laughs> And we didn't know if he had noticed or not that it was it was like you know not in the right spot, and so we just kind of encouraged him to finish the moat. You know, you must get your defenses up or whatever. And he ended up flooding his entire fortress. It was great.
1: Did and then he we
2: uh, and then he was like, ah, yeah, yeah, he he he, uh, yeah, he knew he knew we were there. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's great for my. Did reputation. he know who you were? Yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, well, I mean, I don't know if he believed it or not because <laughs> it was my friends just saying, oh, yeah, we got Tony One here or whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he uh, he was on his Twitch channel, and it, like, had his face on one side and his fortress on the other, and it was flooding, and he just, like, picked up a giant bong and lit up and was just like,
0: oh, my Ford or whatever.
2: <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh,
0: and Twitch saves all those videos, so preserved forever. Forever, yeah. That's great. If any employers ever discover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, my my! Uh, Gord, my brother lent me a copy of a uh, Reach.
1: Oh, good. So I wish that I had an Xbox here so that. Uh,
0: so I can I can now try it there. to see what you were, what what your what all your rage is about.
1: Hmm? No, Reach Reach is a good one.
0: Yeah, I know, but I I was trying to say all the rage, but oh, then I realized oh, it was just right. you. So all your rage, despite
1: all my rage. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's sitting here for whenever I finish the other one.
1: Cool, uh, you're playing Halo Three, right? I think ODS Very is slowly. the one that you would uh, get the most out of.
0: Yeah, that was what I heard from uh, uh, Chris Remo. Mm.
1: It's uh, it's like a uh, it's like you're solving like a, a mystery, a
0: bunch of miniature vignettes, Vignette, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. But yeah, Halo. yeah, I'm I'm interested in a game that is telling like an interesting story from in from a, a way that Games don't don't tend to tell stories, mm-hmm.
1: so Reach is an interesting game because you know going into the game that all of the everyone's to die. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yep.
0: Well, okay, but you go into okay. This is a terrible example because the Star Wars prequels were awful. But so you you go into the Star Wars prequels knowing that Anakin is going to come out as Darth Vader. But people like you still enjoy those, or maybe you don't because they're the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, but. Yeah. Well,
2: you really just, didn't you know the road it would take through the murder of all those sand people.
1: Mm, yeah, they, they, all, those,
0: they, all those poor, poor.
2: Your Tuscan skin is soft. Not like the desert. <laughs> not like the sand. <laughs> the sand of my homeland.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so you might know, but the characters don't know.
0: Yeah. Mm, I had, when I was young, the official Star Wars ca- character guide <laughs> that. Uh, told me exactly how Anakin became Darth Vader, none of those events appeared in the movie. <laughs>
1: mm. Man, I... Episode 7, man. They just... Uh,
0: did you hear that uh, uh, out the extended Harrison, universe. Harrison Ford was
2: uh, injured? Yeah, he fell off yeah, the door of the Millennium jet. Falcon or something. Yep.
1: Uh, Whoa, <laughs> really? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's I... going to be in the movie with a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do they have one in every of the other movies?
0: I think that there's one in every Star Wars movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know there's the uh, one in the first one. There's the one when they fall into the the pit of yeah, car or
0: whatever. Yeah, there's usually a stormtrooper <laughs> <who laughs> has a I
1: had a uh, the hmm, Abrams took a picture of a note that he had written, uh, talking re- referring to the leaks of the uh, the sets and the set pieces. And uh, hang on, I'm going to pull this up. Yeah, I remember that, I had, yeah. That
0: I had a disagreement crazy. with Riff like a day or two ago worried about whether the fourth Indiana Jones movie was good
1: or awful. <laughs> is that the one where he saves himself by climbing into a fridge? Yeah, I've seen it.
0: I thought that it was better than Temple of Doom.
1: Mm. So uh, here's a note from JJ Abrams I wish people would stop leaking photos from episode 7 and making ridiculous claims that the Millennium Falcon is in the movie.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a leak <laughs> But yeah I I thought that the fourth movie was better than the second And I also think Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom Was a bad movie
1: mm. I uh, feel like I watched those Far before The time when I was able to make opinions About things <laughs> So maybe i so watch those again
0: my, my opinions were I would rewatch any of them except for the second one mm. Like I just found this second one so off-putting to me. It also doesn't fit. It's, like, not an Indiana Jones movie. No, is it the one with the
2: that... short round and stuff? Yeah. And the chilled... Is it the one with yeah, the and monkey the hearts brains? That
0: they're, yeah, and they pull the hearts the out. The hearts out
2: and the throw the fireball hearts and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: Indiana Jones is supposed to be about, like, real-life artifacts... That actually exist or existed at one point in time, and well, I don't how, know anything
2: like, about those stones or whatever. I mean, right, I don't know. They if just made those up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about the uh, the uh, uh, legends of that area. So yeah, I,
0: I think I that would, those are entirely fabricated. I would, that's
2: what I would assume, but I wouldn't say it without right. without doing my Wikipedia it's search.
0: Not, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a real life artifact, the same as like the Ark of the Covenant or yeah, <laughs> the, the Holy, Holy Grail. Grail,
1: the Crystal Skull. Or,
0: the crystal skulls are a real thing, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the the, the,
0: the
2: I, I drew the line though in the fourth movie when the gray or whatever the alien was did the CGI snarl just like an ogre or whatever. Uh, I was like,
0: don't do this. CGI. Yeah.
2: It's like, is that the only expression they teach in the in the in like the male <laughs> role or whatever? Else? It's like, do the snarl. Arr. It's like you know. you spent all the triangles on those teeth. You got to show them.
0: <laughs> I feel like, but. People seemed down on the alien, but I was also like, D- did you guys, like, realize that Steven Spielberg made this movie? Because I feel like all of his movies have aliens in them.
2: <laughs> I'm fine with an alien, uh, yeah. but not a snarling alien. Greys don't snarl. What's up with that? Oh, about... Someone should listen to Artville. Hmm. That guy still run it? Activision, the meatpacking plant guy?
0: Uh, what's his name? Um... Bobby Kotick.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, he's still he's still in charge. <laughs> Although Activision bought themselves back from Viacom, right? Doesn't that make them an indie studio now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a word I don't actually use. <laughs> in, indie, I'm not even sure what it means. I try to think. There
1: was actually a really about those movies, like all that stuff. There's yeah. Indy Jones and in the uh, Temple of
0: <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but uh, as India, the games I I, after the dog. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Hmm, I don't know if you if you listened to this episode or not. I don't remember which episode it is, but where there was a GDC talk about uh Papa E y- Papa Yo where the guy who made that game was talking about how calling things indie is incredibly unhelpful because it doesn't tell you anything about the game at all. Like because yeah, in the indie category you have Flappy Bird and Spelunky and those Toy games could not be more different. yeah. But they're all indie games. If you go to a genre and say, "What type of game is this?"
1: Mm. Well, it's less of a genre and more of like a I, I don't know classification. Mm. Yeah,
0: people will use it as a genre, though. Mm. Yeah, like if you like, it's it's in there in the Steam list along with first person shooter and racing, and you know, one of those is indie. Of course, now uh, now Steam will suggest custom tailored genres for you. Like a walking simulator.
1: <laughs> Did you see the uh, the mountain simulator? No. I will read you the blurb. So
0: like mountain, man, mountain, like the landform, mountain.
1: Yep. Uh, have <laughs> you
0: heard of there was that guy, uh, Kennesaw Mountain Landis? Have you heard of him? <laughs> that is his actual name. He was a he was a judge like a hundred years ago, who was known for uh, saving the game of baseball from the Black Sox scandal, and his name was actually just Mountain. Oh, not the
2: isn't the wasn't there a senator uh, Mountain Inhofe? Jan- that's that's a oh, Oklahoma senator right now, I think. James right Mountain now? Inhofe, yeah, he's he's a senator now. He's a, one of those uh, anti-global warming climate change people, um, mm. Republican <laughs> Oklahoma, I think. James Mountain Inhofe.
0: <laughs> I did not know that that was a name that people were still using. Well,
2: I mean, he's, he's maybe 60 or 70 years old or something, so oh, okay. maybe okay. it's passing on, finally. I
0: don't know. Of course I feel like I want a, to bring
2: it Yeah, back. maybe Game of Thrones will bring it back, although I don't know why you'd want to name your kid after that.
0: <laughs> Didn't... Uh, I feel like it was in the New York Times or something, but it was like... Aria jumped from like the eight hundred thousandth most popular name to like the five hundredth hmm. in the past six months or something. And Khaleesi is a super popular name for new babies now. And, like Aria is at least a real name that people have, not a ridiculous made-up word. <laughs>
1: uh, David O'Reilly says mountain is a mountain simulator. You play as a mountain and you get to do all of the things that a mountain does, which I'm sure appeals to all of your darkest and most disgusting fantasies.
2: All right, then. Are you, (laughs) you, like, geologically active? Can you erupt or anything? Or do you just erode slowly?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel like I don't need to play a video game to erode slowly. I do that
1: uh, just by myself. There's there's now a features list. Features, no controls. (laughs) automatic save time moves forwards. things grow and things die nature expresses itself <laughs> once generated you cannot be regenerated
0: I believe that new mountains are still created I don't believe that that is yeah I mean
1: the, the,
2: the, the Himalayas are growing what like six inches a year or something crazy like that
0: plate, plate oh, tectonics yeah, are a uh,
2: thing yeah that's true
0: I remember my college geology courses.
2: <laughs> yeah, we we Dwarf Fortress can now get you an 80% in your intro geology class.
0: I would be unsurprised. <laughs> my geology class, we had just like, they brought us into a room, and there were like 40 rocks there, and they were just like, identify all these, use whatever methods you want.
1: <laughs> Dwarf Fortress uh, Wiki.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we weren't allowed to use any of that sort of thing. But, you know, we was like, you can lick it, you can <laughs> smell it, you can rub it all over your face as long as you get it right. Light it on fire.
2: Does everyone have to use the same rocks? Yep. Oh, gosh. They get all yep. sticky and everyone's licking them and stuff?
0: <laughs> they they suggested that we rub our finger on it and then lick our finger. Hmm. Which I only works that. ten times, yeah,
2: then you touch the next rock with the fingers it 's just out yeah it's out of control it's not a safe space
0: uh I think that I mean there was only one rock that we were expected to be able to identify by taste, so it was just <laughs> that rock the the one that was made of salt,
2: <laughs> yeah, we have salt, but you can 't use it for anything salty it's unfortunate. That, oh, you can't you,
0: you can't give your dwarves hypertension. Yeah,
2: you can't preserve their food or anything.
0: You can't preserve their dead bodies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there should be. I mean, we have the, like these mummies and stuff, so we should um, we should add the different types of. I had this guy send me a giant suggestion message. It's like describing all of the different forms of mummification. You can tell he went way beyond Wikipedia. too. it was like an interest of his. We've got a, just like we've got the real beekeepers on our forum. Like, I put in a month on bees. And it's not nearly good enough, obviously. Uh, <laughs> all of the little things about bees that need to go in the game. Of course, now that we have flowers, we can make different types of honey based on the flowers. I haven't done that yet. But that's a thing. Of course.
1: I I keep getting uh, beekeeper migrants, and I don't know, don't know what to do with them. <laughs> I yeah, mean, you you're, have to uh, catch
2: the wild I'm colonies and make, make, uh, make hive boxes and then you get honey and you can harvest and then you can make mead so your dwarves can get more drunk.
0: I think the bee is the uh, the bee is the heraldic animal of my house
1: (laughs) in real life. For us it's uh, stink bugs. They won't leave us alone.
0: No, that's not that's just a thing that lives in my house. (laughs) I'm talking about my family when I say my house. The bee is our the bee is our heraldic animal. (laughs) <laughs> that's cool
1: so you're a, yep. your spirit animal someone's.
0: no I think my spirit animal is uh, whatever the heck I say it is because that's not a real thing <laughs> you have like 57 <laughs> spirit
2: animals now you're describing this menagerie of yours oh yeah <sighs>
1: <sighs> we had a
0: uh, when I was in when I was in middle school we had a hippie for our art teacher and she made us take a, a journey to find our spirit animal, and then we made uh, <laughs> plaster masks. And I, of course, just like closed my eyes, thought, this is the most ridiculous garbage I ever, <laughs> I've ever heard, and made a mask of a walrus.
1: <laughs> I was going to suggest a bidoof.
0: I do not think that bidoof was a thing that existed at that time.
1: <laughs> but that is just the elemental creature that uh, comes into being when you think just the most ridiculous thing. You think? Uh, have, I went have you with seen the walrus. Video?
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Well, also, walrus incredibly easy to make a mask of. You just make like a a circle and then two tusks, and then you're done.
1: I made a uh, I made an orc mask in high school. The orc.
0: I made a Majora's mask.
1: <laughs> cool.
0: Used it oh, for a Halloween costume. Uh,
1: confirmed Nintendo is uh, bringing out a remake of Majora's Mask. This, oh, when was, the, this when was that? This is entirely evidenced by. I looked into the rumor. The uh, Majora's mask that appears in Link Between Worlds. Okay, so it's just a thing that you made <laughs> up. Well, it, it's just a thing that somebody else made up, and I am repeating.
0: Uh, they did talk about that at E3. Yeah. actually, yep. Uh, they said that they they hear your cries <laughs> for a remake, and it, they are the they are pushing for it. But there are a lot of like, red tapes that they need to
1: get through. That's a lot more than uh, Square Enix is willing to say about the Chrono series. Square Enix Uh, said, Oh, you want another game in the series? You should have bought more copies of Chrono Trigger on the DS. I I bought my copy for... The problem is no one's going to buy a
0: copy of the game when you've released it six times. No one cares the sixth time. They already own it.
1: I, I, uh, I, I own... At least six copies of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> you actually? Uh, hang on, I'm. Am... <laughs> like, do you, allowing, you actually uh, own six copies of that game? Because
0: that is more copies than I would own.
2: Gone to go open the safe.
0: Uh, that's intense. <laughs> I.
2: That's pretty exciting. I can't
0: imagine owning more than one or two copies of a game. I've definitely ever. bought
2: more than one copy of a game before. I don't know if it was yeah, by accident uh, though.
0: I, I have bought more than one copy of a game to give as a gift to somebody else. <laughs> I did that with Bastion. I,
2: I did that with Spiderbot. I remember in middle school, Spiderbot came out, and I got it for uh, for my friend, but I also just got a copy for myself at the same time. Yeah. I didn't tell him about it for like a week.
0: I have bought... Well, now because everything comes in bundles, I've got, ended up buying the same game more than <laughs> once, unavoidably. Well, people trade
2: them like currency now, right? You just want to buy yes. buy a bunch my of brother, copies so you can sort them out. My around. brother
0: has made thousands of dollars like trading <laughs> digital copies. Like a- actually thousands of dollars trading copies of games on the internet with other people. I do not understand it. That's why we've got four copies of Mario Kart 8 sitting here and I'm not allowed to play any of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you should be able to get up to a house eventually like that giant paperclip guy.
0: Yeah, someday.
2: Someday the video games will turn into a house. If you even want a house, I don't know if you want a house these days.
0: Well, if you want a house, now's the time to buy. Yeah,
2: it's still is it still a a, a market of that kind?
0: Uh, at this point, Gord came back and showed us that he only actually owned like four copies of Chrono Trigger.
1: So that's yeah, uh, that's Chrono Trigger. What brought that on? Just talking about oh yeah, Square Enix.
0: Square Enix, yep.
1: <laughs> so people
2: yeah. want another
0: one. I yeah, I sure do. No, I, did, I would like. I would like a proper sequel first.
2: Do Do they, do they have Cross. the right people and stuff, or has everyone moved
1: on? Uh, it is. They would be bringing the dream team back together. Oh. Well.
0: Which was uh That was a technical term that they used.
1: Actually, <laughs> it 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 is in fact the term that they used. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. So Chronocross is the ultimate fulfillment of Chrono Trigger.
0: I think you're just wrong. Oh. There's a reason that that game was unpopular and didn't sell.
1: Uh, that's because uh, everyone was playing it wrong.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think that the market gets to decide whether it's successful or not. Yeah,
1: you keep saying things like that, and I just disagree. <laughs> like that, the market gets to decide what is good. Well, yeah, DVDs it does. are just worse than all of the alternatives. At their DVDs, time. and DVDs are what the market chose.
0: Wait, D- DVDs?
2: This is they, like a, f- they were, a format they, war.
0: Yeah. I feel like DVDs were a thousand times better than both VHS and Laserdisc, which were the
1: competing formats. DVD format war. No, DVD wasn't competing with VHS. DVD uh, replaced it. I mean, it
0: was for a while. Uh, they had to convince people to switch the, from DVD or from VHS to DVD, or from laserdisc. If you were that kind of guy, or so was it more?
2: Like, I mean, are you saying it was more like the war with Blu-ray and whatever the hell the other one was? I don't remember that. Lost
0: HD H- DVD, H- DVD. DVD. Yeah, that, Blu-ray was also just better than H D D Yeah,
2: right? but but he's saying that there was another type of DVD thing that was better that we just don't hear about anymore.
1: I certainly don't remember it. Yeah,
0: mm. it was,
2: yeah I don't know. I, I just don't remember the whole
0: period.
1: Anyways, my, my point was that <laughs> typically the one that is cheaper to are you, produce is the one that wins because...
0: Are you thinking of Betamax, which was better than VHS but lost? Yes. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> you, you say it was better, but like clearly it didn't provide the value that people were looking for in their product, and thus was a low-quality product because it didn't deliver any value to the customer.
1: It... Hmm.
0: Like, the entire point of a product that you're trying to sell is to provide value to the customer so that they want to buy it. And if you're not doing that, then you but are not a successful
1: product. Again, it was the lowest bidder that one the, the one that was...
0: Okay, but, but part of value provided to the customer is the price of the object. Mm.
2: Like a GM car. Yeah.
1: Yeah, all right. Sometimes I still disagree
2: with you. Sometimes it is just wrong, you know. Mm. Yeah. Like a GM car.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Like it, it, like it you, uh, okay, so to 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 phrase it differently like something might be in terms of pure functionality superior at doing the job that it was created to do uh the the functional job that it was created to do but the functional job is not the only reason that it exists.
2: Mm. Yeah, like the the cheap meat with the human fingers in it from the early 1900s.
0: Ooh. Yeah, exactly. It
2: had a, a a different function providing mad cow disease or whatever the hell you get when you eat a human finger.
0: <laughs> that, uh, Hang on, di- I know didn't that. it come out that uh that that woman had actually taken a finger from somewhere <laughs> and planted it in her food to try and get a lawsuit?
2: No, uh no, I was talking about like <laughs> early 1900s, not something recent. If the I I think there was Uh-oh, some okay. creepy thing that happened recently, but I'm
0: Oh, not early 1900s. No, I was
2: talking more like invention of the FDA 1900s.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: because Upton Sinclair wrote *The Jungle*. The
2: Jungle, yes, yes. Teddy Roosevelt's favorite book.
1: I uh the FDA pushed out uh, Sweeney Todd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have the original, uh, the original story that Sweeney Todd was based on. It's called *The String of Pearls*.
1: Hmm. Trying to figure yeah. out how that lines up visually.
0: It's, uh well, okay. So the story, like the the story, quote unquote, of St- Winnie Todd, ex- has existed for a really long time, just as like an urban legend in 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 London. Mm-hmm. But the first published version of that was called The String of Pearls, uh, and it was a, just a petty dreadful. Cool. But it's it's like the story of you know the the teenagers who opened the door of their car to find the hook <laughs> hanging from the door. That's a thing that people have heard of, right? I'm not just the only one who knows what I'm talking about. No.
1: Well, I mean, if it's in The Simpsons, then... Uh, Was it in The Simpsons? I'm sure it was. Well, you can just say that, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everything was in The Simpsons.
0: Okay, it's like the story of the guy who was hiding in the back seat of the car and the person driving behind them flashed his headlights over and over every time that guy got up to stab the woman. (laughs) Uh, what's another urban legend? It's like that guy who was uh, going to get in an elevator and the guy said there's room for one more and then he decided not to and the elevator crashed.
2: Yeah, The only I'm urban legends I remember name. are completely foul. It's like <laughs> uh... Yeah. People shooting up I, their dicks like... with cocaine and stuff and having them fall off.
0: Yeah, this is the sort of things you get in this book. It is... <laughs> Uh huh. It's a good book. You should. Huh. You really should read it. It's. It is stunning. the The humanity, the aspects of humanity that are on display in this work of literature.
1: I think maybe yeah, I don't need to read that book now.
0: It's so good. It is so so good. <laughs> Just the story. The first time I I took ecstasy, is is so good. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, goes to a bar and then falls over and just thinks he's Emperor Palpatine the entire night and hallucinates <laughs> vividly. The only thing he can say is, uh, wipe them out, all of them. Yeah, For a, for a while, I ha- I was in the habit of finding the best ones and emailing them to my mother when I wanted to just shock her.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would just get a message back that would just be, like,
1: OMG. Uh, I feel like you have a different relationship with your mother than I do. <laughs> My mother's pretty cool.
0: She uh she played. I, I I uh the only reason I own a Professor Layton game is because she gave it to me after she was done with it. Hmm. She played through some Zelda. Um, God. she watches she watches uh I think she's watching Game of Thrones right now. Like she's she's pretty up on pop culture and does not like video games per se, but does not dislike them on principle. And if one is fun, she will sit down and play it for a while.
1: Mm. And then
0: she'll be like, okay, I've I've seen what that game has to offer and not, I'm not interested in playing it again. Unless it's, I guess, Professor Layton.
1: I think uh, my mother is probably afraid of video games.
0: No, If I like, if I go to her and I'm like, you should look at this game. Like I think we played through all of gone home. She didn't like it, but like, sat through the whole thing, played through half of it herself, and then was just like, I'm tired of this. Show me how it ends. Mm. Does it have yeah. an official ending?
2: Or do you yeah. just find yeah. the no. information and have put it together yourself?
0: Nope. It has an ending where it says, like...
1: Wait, 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 to, wait, I'm going to take out my headphones yeah. for a bit.
0: It's not a spoiler. <laughs> I'm just say, like, there is an ending... And, like, when you you find the final, like, piece of information and then it just fades to black and shows the credits and then you're done.
2: Yeah, that was because, yeah, I I hadn't heard too much about the game until I went to that thing in Brooklyn. And um, that was a hard, it's a hard thing when you're paired with the guy that made the 9-11 museum. Mm -hmm. You don't really get to talk about your own stuff anymore or whatever. He actually, it got to the point where he was doing questions with the moderator and just asking the guy about the museum. Uh, yeah,
0: that was uh, Steve Gaynor, right? Uh yeah. That was, yeah. Was, yeah. Gone Home was our game of the year on this podcast. It was good. We liked it a lot. It's hard to call it a game, honestly. It's more like an interactive movie.
2: Yeah, musical. I mean that's that's the point where and it's just me personally where I like, well I'll just read a book or watch a movie or whatever. Um Yeah. You know. And I
0: like I'm I'm really interested in sort of games as an experimental medium for narrative. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that was, I mean, that was,
2: I, I guess I'd say I am too. It's just my experiments are way more fucked up, I guess. <laughs> but it's uh, it's uh, yeah, I mean, right. But no, right. there's there's a there's a a complete continuum. Um,
0: right. And sort of a, a question. If you listen to the Chris Avalon, I've said you probably heard it, but like a question that I that I really am interested in exploring is like, what is what is game? <laughs>
1: Wait, yeah, are, I guess I still your, use that your word. Phrase.
0: that that, that is not a thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) the thing that he wants to say but isn't going to say
0: it's not though like that's just one aspect of game as an entity and there are people who claim that it doesn't exist like it's a controversial topic within pretentious douchebags who want to argue about (laughs) video games as an academic pursuit I'm a toy Door
2: yeah. Fortress is a toy, not a game.
1: Because mm. it doesn't yeah. have
2: win-loss conditions.
1: Oh, so it's a simulator. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know if simulator is even a thing. Uh, I guess you could call it a model. <laughs> mm.
0: Does a game need a win condition?
2: Uh, oh, mm. To be a game versus a toy. That's the distinction, I guess.
0: Huh. Mm. All right, yeah, I, I mean, I think, it. it's like just Home... personally, I think it's yeah. a stupid distinction, personally. Gone Home doesn't have a loss condition
2: yeah well yeah no that's that's. I mean I guess Gone Home was called a simulator right uh,
0: walking simulator
2: simulator which is of course uh, offensive
0: but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's also true yeah I mean it's not
2: all of like, this, it though is, right
0: right but like it, it is a game where all you do is walk around well you look at is.
2: things right and learn things listen to things
0: yeah well the, potentially you don't have to do any of that well stuff. You, don't you don't
2: have to do anything to. in any game really
0: <laughs> the uh, you know I call secrets. Pac-Man
2: like a not move simulator or yeah, like yeah, eating it's, 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 simulator.
0: Oh, uh, no, I don't think you can not move in Pac-Man. I does it does, do, does it move
2: yeah. you forward always? Yeah, I think does so. Does it turn you right or left when you hit a wall?
0: Um, uh, huh. It I don't think it turns you, but you can't choose to not move initially. Oh, so you so can... so
2: it starts you off, but you're like a a projectile.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Hey, the first uh, Angry Birds. Justin, for our... And, and we should probably edit this into the podcast for the next... Oh, I guess right now. Um, book two of the Outlocking series is free. It's always free. They're always free. Book Book one is free. Book two is not free.
0: Typically. Really? When I looked at it, it was free. That was like three weeks ago.
1: Huh. Uh, well, I'm looking at a post from him on Google Plus saying book two is... Uh, Uh, I need to read it, so... Mm -hmm. But, I mean, to line it up, you save $11.05. That is 100% (laughs) of the... (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah, it's good. I look forward to talking with you, Justin, and uh, Sam about the world building.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious, because as someone who has read The Dark Tower, yeah. I'm I'm really afraid that I'm just going to read it and be like, "This is the most derivative thing I've ever read." <laughs> like there is nothing new here. It's just the Dark Tower again. Like that's that's a real fear that I have. I'm sure you'll like, no, find I something good. To say about it.
1: I can't say that to him. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you certainly used a lot of words in that book.
0: <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, spelled some things.
2: <laughs> no, it's just I didn't no, really go well, back yeah. and look. Is this your first uh, book, guest?
0: Yes. Yeah, this, we would. I, my goal was always to have like, authors and game designers because mm-hmm. ostensibly we're a podcast about books and games. But unlike a lot of game designers, authors have agents that you have to go through. Mm. And they're, they are the keepers of the keys a lot of the time.
2: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how many of the authors are, play video games too because like pretty much all the people that make video games read at some point in their lives. But uh, I don't know if it cuts the other way. I mean, maybe uh, as people get younger and younger, it does obviously, because everyone's played games when they're young, now. But that's just a part of, you know, being yeah, a person. Part <laughs> of owning a phone these days, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know how old this guy is.
1: He is. Uh, he actually does some work on his uh, late writing video 20s, games. twenties, early thirties, right? Yeah, that's the impression he's, I've got. Yeah, he's yeah. probably
2: played video games though.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, he uh, he does some writing for them too.
2: Okay. So oh, yeah, does he? So yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. He's in on the scene then.
0: Yeah. Oh. He's our He can be our crossover guest. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he bridges both words. Although I guess our our crossover guest was Nina, right? Because she, uh, she did poetry before she did games.
1: Oh, cool. We should have asked her about some of her poetry. You probably we did. did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was during the part where you said, oh, you're going to talk about poetry. I guess I'll go sit in this corner and kind of listen. <laughs> yeah, she talked about... Um, writing poetry and her her studies and that was I think when we talked about right before we talked about the English GRE test <laughs> mm. I I took that
2: <laughs> uh, I didn't again, take the subject I'm, now are you talking about like the general no, or they're the, talking subject? About the subject oh, I didn't test. take the subject yeah. test no
0: It's the worst test I've ever taken
2: Yeah I've never been impressed can, with the standardized testing at least the math one you can't really complain too much about
0: uh <laughs> the GRE is like at least the English test the the English literature test. They can just ask you about anything that has ever been written in any language, <laughs> any question. Anything. And they can be questions like this author was known for this thing and was good friends with this author, who is the second author. <laughs> Like that is a question that they w- can and will ask.
2: Can, I mean, do they take multiple answers? Because it seems like it has multiple.
0: Yeah, it's answers. all mul- it's all multiple choice. So,
2: yeah, I mean the, the math the math one was funny because I had sixty six questions and I think I missed some like eighteen or twenty of them or something. I still got a perfect score. <laughs> it's like yeah, must been a hard do- year or
0: something. I don't know. Yeah, it has to do with like how everybody else who took the test that day scores. And your relative place compared to them. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, I, I thought the, I did a
2: horrible job, and I did.
0: <laughs> the English GRE is is just garbage, and more, schools are really recognize that, and so almost nobody requires it. Uh, and those who do often don't like It won't make or break you.
2: Yeah, I think I think yeah. In math, everyone there's just too much material. Still.
0: Yeah, there's just too much material to cover, like <laughs> five thousand years of written material. There's no way anyone will know it all.
2: Yeah, it's not like it really mattered. I mean, it was it was really letters that determined which schools I got into and which ones I didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's also true. <laughs> it's really interesting. That has changed, um, at least in England. Um, It used to be that only like the the poor poor saps who uh, didn't didn't have somebody pulling from them would have letters of recommendation. The rest would be uh, phone calls directly (laughs) to the admissions office from the professors. And uh, now now it's all letters.
1: My uh, Latin teacher, who was several years late for retiring um, just because she was so into it. So went to uh, teaching at my high school, uh, told us about her experiences in job finding. She went to University of Toronto, and when she graduated, they said, uh, no, hang on, hang on, let me start this again. Uh, when she graduated high school, they said, where would you like to uh, go to university? And she said, oh, I don't know, I, I, I guess I've heard that University of Toronto is a place. So they said, okay, you're going to U of T. And, uh, that was it. Things things have changed <laughs> since then.
0: <laughs> yeah. From that's kind of like what my brother did. He uh, he was like, my mom wanted to do like the whole visiting colleges thing, and he did like two, and then he was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm going to go here, and then he did. <laughs> <laughs> he just decided, and he was like, I probably can get in here. I'm just going to apply early and he did and got in and then he was just done with college search.
1: Hmm. <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah. Lucky him, right? Um, I had to visit about a million colleges. So.
2: Yeah, it's funny. I visited a bunch of colleges on the East coast cause that's where I lived at the time. And, um, then my oh, dad got ever? laid off.
0: <laughs> where where were you? What area? What part of the East Coast?
2: Uh, uh, I lived in New Hampshire, but we were kind of going through oh, okay. the whole Northeast up there. Yeah, and uh,
0: hmm? that's where we are. That's where everyone but Gord is. <laughs> yeah, I'm Japan.
1: Are, the, <laughs> are you on the East Coast of Japan? I'm on the West-ish coast of Japan. It sort of curves. Ah. I'm on the inside. Yeah, it doesn't
2: curve. have a west coast. <laughs> it has like a northwest crescent coast or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're yeah, we're, uh, we're like a uh, twenty minute drive to uh, just th- the sea of Japan. It's really cool.
0: Yeah, no, we're we're we were a Philadelphia based podcast until Paul moved to New York <laughs> to work for his video game company. Well, that's ah, I not. should
1: uh, I should we should have a, an episode where we just talk to Paul about what he's doing. He doesn't make video games. He does web <laughs> design. Oh. Uh, Mm.
0: That's why he made our website, because he is a (laughs) professional website designer.
1: Yeah, I guess I figured that he was uh, moving sideways. Because, I mean, JavaScript is just something you can directly apply to Unity game making. I
0: think he would like to in the long run, but he's only been there for like four months, right? Three or four months. They're they're not going to let him move departments (laughs) that quickly. He has to establish a seniority and cachet. He has, he's uh, getting paid, he though, has, right? He's not just. Oh yeah, he's absolutely getting paid. That is. His, that is. A, how, how do you think he has? Fantastic <laughs> step how up. Do you think he's living. I'm just if bought he's a not Wii getting U. paid. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Occasionally, he's complained to me while I've been at work. He's been saying like, "Here's what people are talking about in the office that I could hear as just like, what variety of tanks should these people be driving based on historical accuracy? <laughs> because uh, his company makes games for the History Channel, so. Uh, <laughs>
1: I was going to say, that could be pretty cool. I mean, what kind of siege weapon would dwarves be using? That's a super interesting conversation that you could be a part of. Based
0: on history, what siege weapons do dwarves use?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: Well, they use the catapult and the ballista because that's what we have in the game, even though I don't know if the ballista actually existed in the giant crossbow form outside of uh, that Sinbad movie where they shot the dragon.
0: can you can you load a dwarf into the catapult? <laughs> that,
2: that's one of our top suggestions: is being able to load farm animals and items and stuff. Right now, they just put rocks in there, but it really could be anything. And we just can finished. A... Um, we just finished parabolic trajectories for when we did mine carts, because obviously the only good thing about Temple of Doom is that it told us how we should do mine carts in the game. <laughs> and um, so we got, um, yeah, we've got all kinds of uh, uh, fake physics code now that we could apply to the dwarf uh, when it's launched.
1: That's fantastic. Oh, I saw something about uh, in adventure mode, being able to grab a tree branch as you are passing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Right. It's, it's a little weird right now because as you're flying, <laughs> it, it, if you're going by like a wall or a tree branch, it's constantly querying you. It's like, would you like to try and grab it now? Would you like to try and grab it now as you change squares? Uh, but yeah, you can you have to make a hard roll that you can you can do it. Yeah, Someone was disappointed that you couldn't brachiate like a gibbon. Uh, which we should have because we've got like seven types of gibbons in the game. It should be a priority having them swinging <laughs> through the trees.
1: Uh, also, opposable tails. Dwarves right? have tails, right?
2: Uh, Dwarves have tails. You can mod <laughs> them in pretty easily. You just put tail.
1: Oh shoot! You can turn
2: into a grasp too if you wanted to make them prehensile, and then you could give them an extra weapon. Cool. <laughs> Although the tail in the game is really like a blood spigot or something, it just gets chopped off and bleeds for a while. It doesn't do much yeah. else for you.
0: Can you bite it off and then carry it in your mouth? You could, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: All right. So here's what you do:
1: <laughs> you send a, uh, uh, you put a dwarf through the danger room for a couple of years. That's right. Uh, for example, you can use the uh, you, you can fire coins at him from the old economy system. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it reminded me of that Dune movie with the uh, the combat training droid or whatever. It's
1: like the danger mm-hmm. room. Mm. I just saw one of those in something.
0: <laughs> Star Wars? When Luke I is training with a lightsaber?
1: Maybe. Oh, no, it might have been one of the KOTOR games. Uh, the one we play Revan, maybe? Yeah, you, That you've, was you've uh, got, the first one. You've got a droid that it, it's, its sole purpose is to constantly be trying to kill you mm-hmm. and surprise you.
0: Oh, that is... Uh,
1: R-14 uh, or something. Um, and no. 64. Um,
0: um, I'm trying to remember what game that is. I played it. Uh, Product number
1: 01. Is it 03? Uh, the, 03. The,
0: Force, the Force Unleashed. The Force Unleashed. Oh, okay. It's the one where you play as Starkiller. <laughs> <laughs> like the the Star
1: Starkiller.
0: The Wii version of that was so disappointing. You mean the Wii version of that was the only good
1: version? Uh, no. Uh, so there's a part where you are using the Force to pull a Star Destroyer into the planet that you're on. And yep. on every platform other than the Wii, you do that with the controller, and it's yep. an actual in-game part of the. It. It's 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 something yep. that you are personally affecting. Yep. And the Wii version, it's a cutscene. Yeah. Well, the and Wii version, it, the one where you have hands and agency in the physical realm. To, <laughs> okay, have you have you played have you played? <laughs> okay, wait wait wait. Have you actually
0: played that sequence yes. on any console?
1: Yes on the xbox
0: it's literally impossible it was the most criticized sequence of the entire game it was the
1: most fun part Uh,
0: like the wii version was the highest (laughs) rate like from reviewers the wii version was head and shoulders the highest reviewed version Mm. because Mm -mm. it didn't have Mm. garbage controls now are you just
2: doing that yourself are you like super yoda or something
1: yeah, 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 you're uh, you, you are using your own control of the force so to. So
2: it's one of those size matters not things, and then you yeah. can move yeah. a hole, rip
1: a star destroyer out of the sky. Yep. So why did just... why did
2: so they didn't really need the uh, Death Star then, did they? They could just blow up planets with their <laughs> minds.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's like Darth. It's like Darth Vader said, the the power to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the might of the force,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> he just wasn't into it then.
0: Well, it's okay, and, and then that guy says. uh there's you know, don't frighten us with your sorcerer's ways, Vader. There's no such thing as the force. Yep. At which point
1: yeah, Vader it. should
0: have said, like, were you not alive like ten years ago <laughs> yeah. when there were a million space wizards running around everywhere?
1: Uh, yeah. Well that's where the extended universe was written out, so man,
0: oh, but, some <sighs> of those... but instead Vader didn't didn't decide to give the snarky answer and just choked him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know. That's pretty snarky. Oh, you're right. I guess I'm killing you with nothing right now. Yep.
0: Didn't they? So isn't it not that the extended universe doesn't exist, but it's that they, if they do, if they wish, they are not beholden to it, so they can decanonize things as they choose. Yeah, which that's means a, that they are. That it is going to do whatever. It they is want all canon do. until they say it's not.
2: Hmm.
0: Does so that apply things to to the,
2: first, in? the prequels
1: too.
0: No, unfortunately not. Everything like, that is
1: <laughs> movies is canon, but games, comics, books—they're all out. Cartoons.
0: So I—I I feel like okay. So I'm not sure how I feel about them taking out the two video games that George Lucas actually wrote himself. Hmm. Because like uh, the Force Unleashed and Shadows of the Empire were two were like the two things that like there were toys from Shadows of the Empire. <laughs> It was a game, and it had a novel, and there were toys in the stores. Because I know, because my uh my Slave One ship was a Shadows of the Empire brand Slave One. Did it have like the microbes and stuff? No, it also didn't come with Boba Fett. You had to <laughs> buy him separately. But it did come with a uh, with a Han Solo in Carbonite little uh, little <laughs> figure. For the back. All right,
1: so you sent a dwarf yeah. through the uh, the danger room. Uh, You you freeze a
0: dwarf in carbonite.
1: (laughs) So uh, one one of the things that you can do is uh, toughen dwarves up by, uh, for example, putting a uh, spinning blade trap in, except replacing the uh, only only using blunt instruments, blunt weapons. And uh, after a while, they will just build up super calluses and be extremely tough (laughs) and also uh, not be overly concerned anymore when everyone around them dies.
0: That reminds me of a thing that I did
1: in Minecraft, actually,
0: on that server, which uh, I set up a room, and there was just a, uh, a pressure, it was just an empty room, and above the entrance it said, like, the room of trials, enter at your own risk, and all it was was an empty room with uh, a pressure plate in the middle of it.
1: When you press the button, and, snakes pour out.
0: Uh, no, not snakes, lava. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but unbeknownst to anyone who walked in, the entire outside of this room was elaborately hollowed out redstone material crafting so that when you stepped on it, trapdoors would open and just flood the room with lava instantly.
1: See, you say things like this, and I say, you would like Dwarf Fortress.
0: (laughs) There's a difference between when it happens to uh, the dwarf that is represented by a single letter and a friend of mine. (laughs) <laughs> that I that that it's. I guess that's no why been, uh,
2: in the forum community section, uh, people will run fortresses where they name them after all their friends
1: or whatever.
0: I did that in XCOM. I named all of my squad <laughs> after people I knew, after people in <laughs> this podcast, in fact.
1: How long did it take for me to die?
0: I th- believe that you died instantly. <laughs> um, uh, our the best fighter in that particular run was actually uh, Ash. Ash went all the way. She was the best fighter. Uh, Ash is Paul's girlfriend. Uh, for, for, for yeah, the I didn't one know if you were talking know. about
2: like Evil Dead or what,
0: or
1: hey no, Ash, what Ash, you're playing? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah I made us an email account, redpagespodcast at gmail and apparently I forgot to tell anyone the password, including <laughs> myself. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that, that that's what happens when you make email accounts while drunk. <laughs>
1: I don't even remember being drunk. How does I don't it, even how remember that making it if, Did, did, did but you tell it a friend
2: or drunk. something? You have to, like, it, it, like password recall in Gmail. It, like, emails people it knows or something. But if it's a new account, it doesn't know he anybody, didn't have does
0: a backup it? Email. Yep, he didn't have a backup email, so he doesn't, know, doesn't have a way to recover the password. Which is Which weird weird so, the way Well,
2: What's your call? The other one is called The Red Pages Podcast, uh, right? The, so you can use that.
0: Yeah, yeah that's what we've been using. For
2: because Someone... <laughs> Oh, so that is the backup plan. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I I probably told Justin over Steam chat, which does not log chat.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All I remember is you saying super drunk, (laughs) (laughs) which uh, is
1: very unhelpful. All right. So dwarf, super tough, danger room. Put him in a catapult Catapult. with a weapon in each hand.
2: Yeah, he wouldn't care if he landed and broke his legs, then he'd just shrug it off. Yeah. But he'd have to crawl back. <laughs> it doesn't make him walk any faster to have mental toughness. Actually, it mm-hmm. does, because he wouldn't pass out as much. Mm. Still pretty slow, though. But he, yeah, he could... Um, I don't remember if they can initiate attacks on people when they're flying, though. It's hard to. They probably fly too fast for it to because um, the attacks take time now. They probably fly too fast for uh, the attack to complete before they're out of range. So they, they dwarves, need to be able to like bunt while they're flying. Just
0: hold <laughs> the weapon and play. mount a flying like a flying animal and then fly on the back of that animal. Ah, uh, the, the, the the elves, elves
2: can, can do it. Wait. Yeah, the goblins and elves can do it, but the um,
0: okay. I don't so have any scat. dwarven
2: mounts yet, just because I didn't want to write the interface for it. I don't know what they ride in the. Uh, in the uh, the ASCII art rewards, Zach always has them riding like the the midget midget stallions or whatever they're called, the little horses. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, they ride they ride rams, don't they? Yeah, they, they ride they could. forgotten <laughs> beasts.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess oh. they could ride little sheep. On, uh, or something stocky.
0: Rams and uh, that's what they ride in Warcraft. They, they all large, ride rams. Large
2: pit bull or something. <laughs> Some stocky um, creature
0: motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, we
2: do need more, more, uh, more vehicles. We only have the little wagons right now. Boats are going to be cool. So that's mm. the same time we add the moving map sections. So we have these, these nice boats that have proper sizing and decks and stuff. It'll be cool. Mm, uh,
1: moving maps.
2: Yeah, are yeah. there sea monsters? Uh, well, there, there's actually uh, there's the sea serpent and there's also sea monster, <laughs> which is kind of this weird <laughs> tentacle crab thing. It's just ah. a sea monster. Oh, they're mermaids. Yeah. There's a the the one of the most popular pastimes is harvesting mermaid bones ah, by no running kraken, them through no. some kind of giant saw drain thing and then setting up a, a metal grid or something and and kind of catching the bones and draining the blood. Yeah,
0: you need a <laughs> you need a kraken that they can capture and then unleash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's one of the, you know, we can add our physical manifestations of gods at that time, so that they can pull the lever. Like in the movie, the original movie I think he pulls there. the device of some kind. Yep.
0: <laughs> I don't, uh, Cthulhu, man, man! True Detective is so good. I uh, I had no
1: idea. Why didn't you tell me sooner? <laughs> I only watched it this week. No. Uh,
2: yeah, I've only seen the last episode
1: <laughs> oh, no. of True Detective.
2: Yeah. Because because it was it was ending when uh, when we heard about it, and we're like, oh, we'll see if this is any good. <laughs>
0: so, that must have made no sense. Yeah, it really didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there are there's a it's good. There's a show like, associated uh, to that. <laughs> yeah, if you like uh, if you like like Lovecraft stuff, it's actually not Lovecraft stuff because Lovecraft didn't write the King in Yellow. He just appropriated a lot of the
1: stuff from it. And, I, uh, I also keep all finding our... reasons to watch Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: It is. I don't know. Did you watch it? No. The whole Oh. I
1: watched a uh, show know, of it.
0: You know what you should watch? Uh Gilmore Girls.
1: Um not sure whether to take you at face value or not.
0: Nope. That is one of the best uh one of the best shows on television. Really? Yeah, yep. You tweeted about it sometime back then. Did I? Yeah, yeah. Maybe on my actual yeah your account.
2: actual Twitter yeah your your other yeah.